Hey, Alex here. Today is Friday, March 19th, and I am buying SPY call options tomorrow. Don't forget to sign up for the Market Adventures newsletter. You can choose to support the show with a $5 a month or sign up for free. Soon you'll be getting stock ideas, market analysis, and education sent right to your email from me. So click the link in the description or search marketadventures.substack.com. Even if you're not interested, send it to someone who I can help get started on their journey. In this episode, we're going to look at the three best ways I've found to trade with less stress. Stay tuned. The first way and the easiest way is to trade longer term time frames. Day trading and other scalping techniques, uh, scalping is like taking uh, small profits. So like it moves a dollar, you take your profits, you get back in, you get back out. Scalping is a very, um, I won't say volatile way of trading, but you're jumping in and out for small profits in the hopes of accumulating a larger profit over time. Now, day trading and other scalping techniques, like I said, can create a lot of stress because intraday price movement can be dizzying, especially in the stock market. If you thought preparing for a job interview or a project presentation or even a magic proposal was anxious and or uh, made you anxious, try watching the S&P 500 move on a one or five minute chart all day. I mean, that is just sickening. But people do it. I've done it. It is very, very dizzying. Um, By trading longer time frames like daily and weekly swings, you'll be less concerned with the movements on the minute-by-minute or day-by-day basis. For example, if you swing the S&P 500 on an intraday basis, well, yesterday was just horrifying. But if you trade it on a daily or a weekly, then the sell-off yesterday wouldn't have made you flinch because your time frames still indicate an uptrend. Same goes for longer-term options like monthlies and yearlies. Two, decide you'd rather be late than wrong. Now, it sounds super simple, but it's a hard concept for a lot of people to get. And it's really good advice that I got from a mentor. It's really saved my account many times over. So many gurus and courses sell new investors and traders on the ability to anticipate tops and bottoms. That is statistically impossible. The, mar- the, stock- the stock market has been around for you know hundreds of years, and it's been practiced for thousands of years. If there was a way to pick tops and bottoms, somebody would have found it by now. Somebody would have published a book or sold some kind of master program for it. It's impossible. But in that attempt, many people get burned. Even I've gotten bitten a couple times trying to pick tops and bottoms. So here it is. If your layup, your edge, your pitch, your uh, your marker for jumping into a trade, right? If that's starting to line up for you, let the market move in the direction that you're anticipating or that you're using the indicators to plot for, right? Let the market move in that direction as a confirmation first. So if all your indicators are crossing, right, and price action and volume and all in the direction that you want, Let the market move in that direction first before jumping in. And here's the thing. 
you yes, you'll lose out on some profits, right? You will lose out on some profits, but it's better to pay that price from your profits than to be paying the price of being early and wrong, which is substantially more expensive, right? Because if you're paying it in profits, yeah, you're getting less money, but the market paid that first portion for you. But if you jump in early and you're wrong, that money's coming out of your account balance, right? I'd much rather pay a price to come out of my profit than to come out of my account balance, which is my hard-earned money. Now, number three is a lunch line approach. We all remember when we were in middle school and even high school where you're waiting in the lunch line and it moves slowly. You just kind of creep forward unless you had that one friend in the front that you cut. Um, but you can't do that in the stock market. Now, the key is to know your time is coming. Everybody loses. It's an unavoidable part of trading just like it is in life. But the best uh, thing about losing is you're getting one step closer to the front of the line, right? Your win just got one variable closer, right? The better you get at playing probabilities in the market, then yes, the shorter the line is going to be, right? But there will always be a line. You could have the best indicators in the world. You could have algorithms. You could have everything working in your favor, but you still have to wait in line. The line may be a little bit shorter because you have more experience now and you have tools at your disposal, but you still have to wait for your opportunity. And the reality of it is, after you've gone to the front of the line, you got to go to the back of the line again, right? So the key is to keep the losses small, right? All the losses that happen before your big win, keep them small with humility. And by that, I mean, when you're losing, know to get out of a trade. Don't sit there and let the losses explode to a point where your win cannot cover it, right? Take the small losses with humility and let the winners run with confidence. Because if you're right on a trade and you're now winning, you're allowed to let that continue to build in your uh, in your favor until it's time to get out. Right? Let that build until it's time to get out. Because guess what? That win is going to uh, wipe out all the smaller losses and leave you with a substantial profit. If you don't let your winners run then you will never have enough profit to make up for all the small losses that you've made. Now, this doesn't mean to force a trade, right? If a, if a, a stock is moving in your direction or an option is moving in your direction and something happened in the market that changes the sentiment and it, tur- it starts to turn down, it's okay to take profits and not say to yourself, okay, I need to, I need to make this you know, a couple hundred dollars or a couple thousand dollars to make up for my losses, no, you stick to the plan, right? If the plan changes and it reverses a couple percentage, then you take your profit. But the idea is when you have an opportunity to allow your winners to run, let them run with confidence and excitement. When you get to the front of the line and the lunch lady fills up your tray for making you wait, right? Just say thank you after she's served you, but make sure that your plate gets filled up. Uh, so, I mean, this goes for anything. I mean, if, if you've been, if you're in real estate and you've been in a cold, uh, cold spell recently, I mean, try these three uh, strategies with any investment vehicle, right? Change the time frame. Try doing leap options. Try doing swing trading on a daily or weekly chart. If you're a real estate investor, buy a rental property instead of trying to flip another property. If you're a personal trainer, sign a personal training client up for cheaper per sessions, 
but larger package sessions, right? If you charge $50 a session and you've been selling them three sessions at a time, why don't you charge her $30 or charge him $30 and plan her out for the next month or two months, right? Change the time frame. It's better to be late than it is to be wrong, right? Pay a little extra premium to see the move develop. Yeah, you may be paying you know, a, a 10 or 20% premium on the option or you know maybe a 1% on the, the, the price of the stock, but allow the move to develop in your favor so you can confirm the fact that, okay, maybe I'm right on this one. If you're in real estate, take an extra week to find the right contractor to take care of the property. Don't rush in, in having people work on your property. If you're a personal trainer, transition your client at the right moment. Transition them into strength a strength-building phase after truly testing their increase in fitness and overall health. Don't rush them into strength building just because they say they want to get stronger now, right? Do things the right way. It's better to be late than this to be wrong. And the lunch line approach. Don't be discouraged by a loss. Just move on to the next one if you know your strategy is sound. Now, if your strategy is awful, it shouldn't take you 20 straight losses and trades to tell you that your strategy is not working. If you're cold calling uh, homeowners and not one of those homeowners is willing to engage in a discussion or refer a friend to you or is willing to stay in contact, maybe, you know, after the 100th call, you maybe need to revise your script a little bit or revise the people you're targeting a little bit. But if you do have a sound strategy and you don't have those holes in your strategy, then it's just a numbers game. Each miss just moves you closer to the hit. If you're a real estate investor, you know you have to knock on 100 doors for you to get 12 people to open, right? If you're somebody who is in sales, you know you have to get a couple of no's before you get a yes. Just make sure that when you do get that yes, when you do get that homeowner willing to you to sell their home, if when you do you know hit that options trade or hit that swing trade, just make sure when you're up at bat that you swing and you hit big. Those three strategies help you out in your trading. Um, the last couple of days for us intraday traders have been a wild ride. I mean, this weekend is a great time to recoup, recover, and get energized for the best day of the week, uh, Monday. I'll do my best this weekend to identify some opportunities and get them out to you all. Go sign up for the newsletter to be the first to get the scoop. This has been your host, Alex Cunningham, saying, be well. And remember, as you begin searching for life's challenges or the answers to life's challenges, don't seek security. Seek adventure. adventure.